Hello and welcome to Nerd Subculture. I'm your host, Jared. And I'm Edwina. And today we're continuing a Once More with Feeling series, our Buffy the Vampire Slayer series. Today we are doing Season 2, Episode 4, Inca Mummy, Mummy Girl. Girl. First released October 6, 1997, written by Matt Crane, Joe Rekmia, and directed by Alan S. Pressman. Uh, this is a full spoiler podcast. I'm a huge fan of the show, but Jared has never watched the whole series, and nope. I'm trying to convince him that it's well worth his time. Nope. <laughs> That's a double no. <laughs> double no on that one. Really? Well, we'll say, I don't know, we're only, what, 15 episodes in? Yeah. Out of yeah, 100, and, 100 and how many? 45. <laughs> Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, Eddie, Inca Mummy Girl. What do you think of Inca Mummy Girl? Um, yeah, it's 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 okay. <laughs> it has it has a lot of issues this So what's one. it like coming back to it? Like a- Um, look, you know, uh, it's a monster of the week episode and we go back to our classic universal monsters with the mummy trope. Yeah, we've done uh we've done Frankenstein, we've done the mummy. I suppose everyone's Dracula in some way. <laughs> yes. How <laughs> the week's Dracula. And, and there is actually an episode with actual Dracula <laughs> that comes up later. Yeah. Um This episode does retread like a lot of, you know, Prophecy Girl, Virgin Sacrifice themes, um, kind of comparisons between the Inca Mummy Girl and Buffy being the chosen one and mm, having yeah, to save the, the world one, yeah, and virgin sacrifice. sacrifice. Yeah. Blah blah blah. <laughs> yeah, I I think it it's it's very clunky. Um it's not like it's just a little too on the nose. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. it's a little too in your face in this one. Yeah. Um And Xander's taste in women has much to be desired, doesn't it? <laughs> yes. And it doesn't get it. It actually never gets any better. <laughs> Pretty much, it's guaranteed any girl he's interested in ends up being a. So every something. every woman he gets involved with t- just wants to rip him apart in some sort of way. <laughs> yes. Interesting. And, yeah. Interesting, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Every woman that he dates is just some sort of rampaging monster who just wants to rip his heart out. Yeah. Funny about that. Ah, okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Do you want to do the? <laughs> You never thought about that, did you? Did you? You never put the pieces together. His insert character and every woman he's nice to is just a ravishing monster. He's a giant praying mantis or a mummy. A life-sucking mummy. <laughs> Energy draining. Something, him. Okay. Something. Something's going on there. I'm not sure what it is, but uh, we can come back to it. But maybe we'll get to the quick synopsis. To prepare for Sunnydale's high cultural exchange program, Buffy visits an Inca exhibit with her schoolmates. She is paired with an exchange student with whom her mum signed her up. Xander becomes jealous when he learns that she will soon be with a guy. The students learn that the mummy in the museum was once a beautiful Incan princess, sacrificed by her people to save them from destruction. Willow and Buffy express remorse for the princess, dying before she could really live her life. After everyone leaves the museum, a class clown breaks the seal on the mummy while trying to steal it. The princess wakes up for the curse is broken and she pulls the student into a coffin. She mummifies him by a kiss on the lips. 
When the gang returns to the museum, they encounter a sword-wielding guard and the remains of a missing student. Buffy's exchange student arrives at the bus station, but the mummy girl sucks out his life too. The 500-year-old becomes a beautiful teenager and poses it as a powder, the boy who was supposed to stay with Buffy. But everyone simply assumes that the information was wrong on her sex. Xander is smitten with her, and the two begin a relationship. Giles asks Empata to decipher the seal from her tomb, and she explains, reluctantly, that it describes a girl chosen to die to save her people and a bodyguard who will keep her from straying from that path. She also tells Giles to destroy the seal completely. The bodyguard appears again and again, trying to stop Empata until she finally manages to use her kiss on him in the bathroom sucking out his life to keep herself from dying. Buffy and Ampata bond over the tale of an Inca princess, Ampata stating that the princess was forced into her destiny by her people as they claim she was the only girl of her generation who could save them. Buffy miserably notes that this parallels with her own life. Xander asks Ampata to the dance and she gladly accepts. Willow is downcast to see her crush with another girl. Meanwhile, Buffy and Giles open Empata's trunk to discover the real Empata's body. Giles tries to piece together the seal while Buffy tries to save Xander from Empata's deadly kiss. But Empata feels too much for Xander and leaves him for the museum. She tries to stop Giles from putting the seal back together. Buffy saves Giles, then Empata starts to deteriorate as she tries to feed off Willow. Xander shows up and insists that if she must feed on anyone, it should be him, despite Empata's feelings for him. She is quickly deteriorating back into the mummy and is willing to kill him to remain alive. Buffy shows up to fight her, saving Xander, and in the battle, Empata weakens to the point of returning to a dead form. And her arms come off. And her arms come off, and she's dead. Yay. Yay. All right, where do you want to start? Virgin Sacrifice. Ah, yes. So the good old Virgin Sacrifice. So it... They always make it out that it's like a 16-year-old girl, but when you really think about it, like a 16-year-old Inca girl would not be a virgin. <laughs> by that age, she would, <laughs> oh, by yeah. that age, she would be married and oh, have kids. Yeah, yeah. Um, not, well, I think it's one of those misconceptions is that the Incas didn't just uh, sacrifice. So you're mistaking the word virgin for innocent. So they, right. used, they used to sacrifice children. Yes. Yeah, and it was male or female. Yeah, yeah, and I think it. I think it was there was some sort of pride to be chosen though. I think they were showered with gifts and praise upon. Yeah, yeah. And uh, until the, it was time for the harvest and uh, doing their sacrifice, and the harvest was plentiful. <laughs> yes. A tradition I think is still somewhat uh, carried on today when it comes to celebrity gossip and stuff. <laughs> I think South Park did a good yeah, carry on yeah, that. Yeah, they did. They did, didn't they? A long time ago, too. That episode, I might add. Yeah, that Buffy, uh, the Britney meltdown. Yeah, mm. that was a while ago. Yeah. See, I with this episode, I always think it would have been better if they had have played on the mystery element a bit more. That you didn't know who the mummy was, and have all three of them have. <laughs> exchange students or something. Yeah, yeah, a bit of a missed opportunity. I don't know, maybe just to, to get on with it a little bit. But as soon as I, as soon as I saw the girl, I'm like, oh, okay, she's a mummy. Well, no, because you see her 
um, kill him harder. Mm. So there, there was no mystery. Yeah. The, the mystery was like, so you as the audience know that she's the mummy, but. Yeah, so this Buffy was, didn't know that. So she was, was the this mummy. like the Colombo episode where yeah. <laughs> we all knew who was the killer and how they did it, and we have to watch this fumbling fool, yeah, you know, gather all the evidence and put it all together at the end. In this case, Buffy had to put it all together. Oh, but Colombo always knew who it was, and he would just hound the person to death until they just <laughs> <laughs> they just admitted it. <laughs> Eventually, I'll they, tell you everything. Why? Just please leave me alone. Do, just do that. That that. Just, just, oh, just one, one more thing. thing. Just one more it thing. It was always that. Just, just one more thing. Yeah. He kind of annoyed me. Um, yeah, so there are, you know, they do do the, the comparison of Buffy and Imparta, but it doesn't really work because Imparta is actually, or the Inca Mummy Girl is actually killing people without much remorse. Uh, yeah, now I... I don't really get the whole point of her. What was she meant to do? Uh yeah, well yeah, exactly. <laughs> so she was she was so she was sacrificed to, to save stop, them. No, yeah, so she was sacrificed to stop a, some sort of evil, but then I was sort of like, well shouldn't that evil have be dead and she can live on well, now? Well maybe maybe it was actually she's she'd actually probably had the evil inside her. Well so. they they put the evil inside her. Yeah, and then the seal was to keep her in mummy form. But if they broke the seal, she was dead. No, well, once she, well, the seal got broken, and that's how she yeah. could rise again. And then there's a whole thing with the guard. Now that this is that is never explained. <sighs> no, what, what what the fuck has he been he's, doing? He's pretty useless. Well, yeah, he's about as use, useful as the guards in the museum themselves. Oh my god, this now this <laughs> museum, like as I said, like um. Sunnydale is a pretty big, pretty big uh, t- small town. State. <laughs> As it has a zoo and a natural history museum. Yeah. Um, but this natural history museum has absolutely no security whatsoever. No, no. It. Um... So Rodney was. Yes, Rodney was just there, just like scraping one of the one artifacts off, just with everyone around too. I might add. Yeah. I don't know where the teachers were. Uh, and then he growled at the guy like a like a dog with a bone when he came <laughs> up behind. Her. Yeah. Um, and then waited. And how did no one notice that he wasn't on the bus? Like, did they not do roll call before they left? The buddy like- system. They didn't use the buddy system. It's infallible. Because I know they didn't use it because they used it. They, he would have been there because it's infallible. That's in- no. I think the Simpsons proved that it's possible. Well, what if both the buddies go missing? Fallible means infallible means fallible. <laughs> what the crazy language! <laughs> uh, oh, can I mention uh, what was the character Rodney? Rodney, yep. Uh, was played by an actor, Clayne Crawford, who is actually quite famous, famous-ish now uh, as Martin Riggs in the Lethal Weapon TV series that ran a few years ago. Um, until he got, I think the show's been cancelled since. But him, he starred as Martin Riggs, the Mel Gibson character. Yeah. Um, with a really bad mustache. Yeah, yeah, that's him. That was him. That was his, uh, that uh, episode of Buffy was his first acting gig. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'd believe that. Um, yes, yeah, so he hasn't done much since. But yeah, that was uh, the uh, him and apparently him and Damon Wayans had a huge falling out on that on that uh, TV show. There's audio footage. Uh, a la sort of like Christian Bale uh, stuff that had been leaked online. There was uh, like uh, some 
uh, audio that was recorded of them, you know, talking to each other and 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 basically he's saying some really vile stuff to Eamon <laughs> Wayans. Like, how does, it, how does it feel to be on only on a show because your brother's got you here, you know? And he's like, oh, fuck you, fuck you. Yeah, you're such a pussy and this and that, you know. It's like this pussy's dick, you know. Just, yeah, real back and forth. And then there's another one where he has a whole Christian Bale moment where that you don't see him. It's He's off camera. Uh, but there's a there's a character, I don't know who he is, but he's holding a gun to his head and I think his character in the show is meant to talk this guy down. So he's so the the um the Clayne Crawford character is off screen and the other actor's pointing a gun to his head, all like stressed, gonna blow his brains off, and apparently they were filming near a school and you could hear a children crying and he started screaming his head off. You know, shut him up, shut the hell up. You know, um, <laughs> right. real Christian Bale. Oh. You gotta trash my scene. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he eventually got fired from that, uh, and I think that's about. He hasn't done really a whole lot since. So, okay. Yes. Yeah, Sunnydale school students should never go on uh, school excursions or yeah. field tri- trips, as Americans would say. Yeah. Because uh, it always ends up with someone dying. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, they really, really should just cancel them altogether. Yeah, and no one seemed worried about Rodney's death too. No, no one seemed to actually care <laughs> at all. It's like, yep, he's dead. Okay. Make jokes about going out for a smoke for 21 hours. Yeah, see, the problem is he had a name. I'm like, oh, no, they <laughs> named him. Actually, we did that again, yeah. <laughs> didn't we? He goes, oh, he's got a name. Oh, no, he's got a name. Oh, he's to got him. a name and they're talking to him. <laughs> That means only one thing. No. Nice knowing you. But Cordelia actually approached Buffy and started talking to her in front of all her other friends without explaining it away later. Yeah. 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 In public, she actually went up and I know, talked with to people, her. With witnesses. Go with on. witnesses, yeah. I was actually interested to hear what um, her exchange student was going to be like. <laughs> this uh, Swedish guy. <laughs> He's hilarious. <laughs> She's just walking around like a like a dog. Wasn't she? Yes. Come, fruity, drinky, punchy, punchy, fruity, drinky. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, she, she's not great in this episode. Um, um, so this episode introduces two really important characters. Does it? Yes, it does. Which For future... Yeah, which characters are those? Um, well, one would be Oz, of course, Seth Green. Oh, yeah, Seth Green, yes, yeah. yeah he yeah. has a good little introduction here. He does, yeah. Oh, he um, looks so young. In ding, ding, with Dingo's Ate My Baby. Dingo Ate My Baby. Go on, Eddie, say it. D- a dingo, what is it? Dingo's Ate My Baby. Dingo Ate My Baby. A dingo Took My Baby. Um, yeah, that was real. <laughs> yes, I do know it was real. My dog, well, we had a, this is really bad, but I had a, we had a red healer and yeah. red healers sort of look like dingoes. Um, and her name was Kelly, but she used to carry around this baby doll. Oh, no. That we named Azaria. Oh, God, Eddie. I <laughs> know, oh, it's pretty bad. That's terrible. Yeah. Any more dead baby jokes? <laughs> no. No, no uh, more dead baby jokes. Uh, have we made enough 
sacrificing children. Sacri- <laughs> she wouldn't <laughs> sacrifice. Now, that was a theory that they were Jehovah's Witnesses and they sacrificed their baby. That was yeah, <laughs> actually that was. I forgot about that. No, no, no. Seventh-day Adventist. That's, that's right. The seven-day that, Adventist. Yeah, because that's yeah. like the weird religion. Yeah, isn't reason. that tough titties? Oh no, that, that, that no, that was uh, the Rajneesh people. Oh no, yeah, they were just they were just some weird sex cult, but yeah, <laughs> tough okay. titties, tough titties. Yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah, Seth Green. Um. Yeah. Yep. So the other. Um. Yeah. So their band is also for um. Whenever you hear Oz's band playing, it's actually Four Star Mary. Okay. Don't so know who they are. You will see them come into it a lot. All right. <laughs> yes. They they play the they play the bronze a lot from now on. Hmm. Yeah. Well, secured that gig, didn't they? Yeah. Um. Yeah. They play the bronze a lot. Uh, cultural, uh, national cultural. What is it? Natural cultural appropriation day. Did you do this at school? Um, no. No, I don't think so. What is so. it? Cultural exchange. Oh, exchange students. Oh, we had exchange students. Mm. Um, not like a day for natural na- uh, national. Oh, Matt, there might have been something. Like, I know everyone brought like uh, food from the where the parents came from, and you know. I brought like some of that jam, that little, you know, those little tiny jam things that, you know, you got to eat it straight away or it goes off. There's like no preservatives in it. The, I know what jam that is. You know that jam? No. No idea what you're something, talking something, about. Something my mum pulled out of the cupboard that we got from England one time. I'm like, I'll oh, take this, you know, because I told her like last minute. Oh, yeah, I don't I don't care. <laughs> I don't really remember doing anything like that, dressing mm-hmm. up in Costumes. Oh, that was yeah. No, no dressing up in costumes. No, other than just being a costume day, but not, um, yeah, not cultural yeah. appropriation. You know, that's. <laughs> Don't worry, you have you've missed the joke. It's all right. No. Oh, okay. Cultural appropriation is where you take a culture mm-hmm. that's not your own. Or, um, what if I if I start dressing like a geisha or? Yeah. Yeah. Cultural mm-hmm. appropriation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And? <laughs> it's not a good thing. Oh, okay. Right. That a lot of people get upset and angry about cultural appropriation. Well, about the cultural appropriation being um, appropriated or about the fact that it's cult- cultural appropriation? Yes. And uh, I think, uh, like, I've heard a lot of people talk about when they talk about this episode, they just go on about how inappropriate. Oh, okay. Right. The, that school dance is, and they're all dressed like um, Willow being dressed up as a an Eskimo, yeah, hmm. and the girl dressed up as a geisha. Okay, yeah, hmm. um, yeah. I, <laughs> the other thing is, is that there is ho- some horrible music throughout this episode. Did you notice all the panpipe? Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because you love panpipe music. Mm, yeah. It keeps yeah. the giant hamsters at bay. <laughs> it's the only, the Peruvian flute. Uh, Peruvian flute. flute. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Keep the giant hamsters from attacking. Okay, so this episode introduces Danny Strong, who is one of the more uh, successful Buffy alum, uh, but mostly for his writing. 
Okay. What has he written? Um, so he did Mockingjay, uh, the Hunger Games Mockingjay mm, movies, okay. one and two. Um, Those ones sucked. Um, <laughs> and the Oscar bait movie, The Butler. The Butler. I don't remember that one. Yeah, it's an Oscar bait movie. Oh, Forrest Whitaker was in that one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, I can't remember. Who was the president? I have no idea. <laughs> I haven't seen it's it. Like Richard Nixon or something, maybe. Yeah, possible. Oh, it was lots of different. He's the butler for a whole. Ah, uh, yes, he's, yeah. He's yeah. always the butler. Right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Change presidents, same butler. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I think the one that he won a whole heap of awards for was uh, Game Change, which was about um, Senator Sarah Palin or oh, Governor really? Palin. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Was that recent? A few years back, not that long who ago. Played Sarah, who played Sarah Palin? Was it? It's not who you would think. <laughs> it's Ju- Julianne. Oh, sorry, Julianne Moore played. Oh, Julianne Moore. Oh, Julianne Moore. Julianne Moore. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Not Tina Fey. And no, no. Or, not. or Julia. Ju- Ju- Julia. No. And John McCain was played by Ed Harris. Of course, it was. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so anyway, it brings him into it. He also was in Mad Men as well, okay. um, acting. But yeah, he's possibly had more success mm. as a writer. Yeah. Uh, Willow in this episode is, start. I think she's starting to come out of her, oh, she's a little bit mopey in this, isn't she? Mm. Um, yeah. I think she's sort of realising that her and Xander aren't really going to happen um, oh, she wears that ugly blue, I don't really know how to describe it. It's like a beanie bucket hat. Oh, yeah. I thought it looked similar to like one of those uh, blossom hats or something, wasn't it? It's not quite. Not it's, quite. It's, it's, it looks like a bucket, but yeah. like a knitted bucket. It's like kind of those grunge hats or something maybe you saw no, people wear. No, they were different. They were rounder than that. Were they? Oh, yeah, because I had one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the grunge. Speaking of the grunge. Uh, Sir Michelle Gellar wears the Kurt Cobain glasses a lot. I don't know if I've mentioned that oh, before. No, you haven't mentioned it. But like every time we watch it, she's like, you, you say to me, oh, she's wearing those Kurt Cobain glasses again. Yeah, I don't know whether they're like, because she's wearing them. Were they meant to be girls' glasses and he was just kind of, kind of wearing them ironically Yeah, or of course something? he was wearing them ironically. Cause, uh, but, they're, but they're kind of his now. Like I think of him when I see them. I don't Only think because of- I think he wore them in a couple of posters. Yeah, yeah. It was probably just one of those things that maybe the photographer had some had some glasses and like I'll chuck these on or something. Yeah. It's probably her glasses and he's yeah. and he's just put them on. Funnily taking enough. a photo and now it's like an iconic, you know, uh shot of him. Like he, I've even had like a minimalist shot where it's just like his face and those glasses and it's just him, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know. And every time I see those I think of him. <laughs> <laughs> um all right, yeah, so let's get into question time. All right, you want to get into it? Let's yep. get into it. Yep. Question time. I hope that that answers a little bit uh, your, your question. Okay, which, let's do it. which character was your favorite? Yeah, when I'm stuck on this question, I'll just go Buffy. <laughs> yeah, Buffy. I reckon you go Xander for this one. I was thinking Xander. Yeah, go Xander. This is a good Xander episode. Yeah. Yeah. He was a little charming with that girl, mm. with the the mummy. Um, yeah, so my favourite character is probably the introduction of Oz. So, um, which character do you love to hate in this episode? Can I say the Peruvian guard guy? <laughs> 
Yes. Oh. No. Actually, the Inca mummy. Impata, uh, yeah. Impata, yeah. yeah. I'm going the same. Like they, they, they try to make you um, sympathise with her yeah, by, ki- by comparing her to Buffy and their similar situations. But Impata is just – she's going around killing people. <laughs> yeah, that's just <laughs> – like, like I, yeah, it was unfair that she was turned into a mummy and sacrificed, but still. Yeah, I don't know. The She's killing people so that she gets to live, so it's still a very selfish. Yeah. Yeah, well, she has that moment where she doesn't kill Xander because she's like, oh, he doesn't deserve it, but she's kind of stuck. Or what is she meant to do? I mean, he just it's like just committing suicide, basically. Mm. You don't suck off people, you die. So what do you do? Yeah, get, in, get pretty deep on that if you want to. Want to, but uh, yeah, what what are you supposed to do? Just just die or or live? Yeah, but then someone else has to die so that yeah. you can live. Yeah. Uh, what was the most memorable fight scene? I don't think there was any fight scenes in this, was there? Oh yeah, there's a couple. Was remember, there? remember that that guard kept jumping in every two yeah, seconds. Yeah, but he just sort of jumped out and went, ah, and then ran <laughs> off. Like, it wasn't no, really he'd, a... he'd jump in, fight them, they'd fight him off, and then... Then he'd run off again. Yeah. It wasn't really a fight scene. It was more of him just swinging his knife around and then... That's then... a fight scene. He threw oh, some... Mm. Yeah. Well, none of them really memorable, to be honest. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with the end one with... Imparta and the arm, like I, it's quite memorable having the arms ripped off. Yeah, <laughs> mm, I guess. Yeah. LOL moment. And I guess the arms being ripped off was kind of funny. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Um, it's in the like. There's always lots of jokes around Giles's car. <laughs> uh, and this is probably the first one where Buffy says to Giles, "One of these days, you're gonna have to." Get a grown-up car. Yeah. Um, okay. Who gets the wooden spoon? Oh, it's definitely the Peruvian. Oh, it's the bodyguard. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely the bodyguard. I thought it, it's not. It never explained how. What is he immortal? Is he? What is he? Is he just? It's just. I don't know. He's just there. He's just there for five hundred years. He's been. Well, I'm guessing her. it just must be handed down through the generations. Oh, so he's not immortal. Is that is that the idea? I guess. Yeah. Well, they never explain that. I mean, that's kind of a big deal, isn't it? Yeah. And if he's immortal, then why can't she be immortal? Yeah. Okay. Oh, the the generations thing makes makes sense, I guess. But they, they could have just mentioned that. Oh, maybe that's a bit of a bit of a letdown. You know, he's been you know generation after generation. They've been doing this, and he stuffs it up. You know. <laughs> You gotta be the guy to let the whole to let let him down. Yeah, yeah, but also the fact that there's no security at that natural history museum. Like there is no security. Yeah, no, I did see one person of authority that apart from the uh, the tour guide guide tour guide. Yeah, guy. Yeah, exposition tour yeah. guide guy. Yes. <sighs> Favorite scene. Uh, yeah, I guess the that scene where Oz sees. Willow from across the room was kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> I think Jared's saying this with some sarcasm in uh, his voice. <laughs> fantastic. It's amazing. Uh, you know what? I actually really like the Twinkie eating scene on the bleachers with Xander and Imparta. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It's really, it's, it's kind of a cute scene, except there is sort of that sexual, maybe the, Twinkies, his penis. 
metaphor mm. thrown in there. Okay. Yeah, I've never had a Twinkie. Have you had a Twinkie? No, I've never had a Twinkie. No. Are they nice? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they don't look particularly good. Yeah, they don't look good at all, actually. I don't know. They don't. It's an American. Yeah. Americans like their sweet stuff, I think. So I think it's yeah, very. But it doesn't have, like, Xander does the whole, it doesn't have that heavy food feeling. Right, uh, yeah. It's kind of like some sort of lemon meringue donut frosty thing. <laughs> no? No idea. No. Um, least favorite scene? Uh, maybe the face sucking scene in the girls' toilets. Oh, yeah. I was, I was going to say that one too. Yeah. How easily she kills the bodyguard. Yeah. Because it's literally like... He just kind of waits for it, doesn't he? Yeah. I think he's just given up. He's like, oh, I suck at this job. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah. He can't quit. So he has to die. <laughs> Actually, my the other least favorite scene that I hate is the blinking empty eyes at the start when Imparta, or sorry, the Inca mummy eat, well, sucks Rodney dry. And you have like her, like her whole shriveled up face and the eye holes kind of blink. Yeah, it's kind of gross. <laughs> okay, favorite quote? Yeah, I, th- I think there was a, uh, I think you already said this, but uh, when Buffy's in the car and says, come on, can't you put your foot down? And Giles is like, yeah, it is down. And Buffy's like, one of these days, you're going to have to get a grown up car. My How favorite original. quote. <laughs> How original. <laughs> Uh, mine is uh, Devon to Oz. Uh, what does a girl have to do to impress you? And Oz says, well, it involves a feather boa and the theme to a summer place. I can't discuss it here. All right. Who's the MVP of this episode? Uh, I guess Xander. Yeah. Might be the MVP, I think. Yeah, this is a very Xander-centric episode. Yeah. And you know what? Like, even though you don't particularly like Imparta, he is very charming and mm. their flirty banter is very, very cute in this episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, And he also does sort of save the day as well. And he saves Willow and, mm. yeah, he's good in this. And he saved Jonathan as well. <laughs> he saves a few people from, yeah. from being there. Uh, Inadvertently saves him though. Yeah. Um. All right. Best Cordelia freakout moment. I uh, wasn't one at the start. She was freaking out about you know the the boy, whether he might be ugly or something. Yeah. 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 Oh, and yeah. Can we get honourable mention to uh, her exchange student Sven or something? Or yeah. she just Sven? Is it, was it Sven? Yes. Yeah, Sven. I, was just... yeah. oh, I don't even know if his name was Sven, but she was calling him Sven. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Uh, just boarding him around. Cummy, come here. What is it? Come. Yeah. Okay. Fruity, punchy, drinky. Oh, he was dressed as a Viking. Yeah. 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 My favorite line is her talking to Devon because she's now dating Devon, of course. Mm-hmm. And it's it's I'm not going to be one of your groupies standing at the side of the stage staring up at you. And Devon responds with, "Well, where will you be then?" Standing at the side of the stage, staring up at you, like standing at the side of the stage. Devon replies with, is that guy going to be with you? And Cordelia huffs and he's like, they don't even speak American. Yeah. She huffs about Sven not being able to speak American. Yeah. Wow. 
That is something. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, what do you rate the episode out of 10 using something from the show? I'll give it one Inca plate. Yeah, you did not like this episode. No. You, you've been a grumpy bum doing this entire <laughs> podcast, to be fair. No. no, I haven't. I'd say that. You have been a grumpy no, bum. I'm going to cut that out. I i would rate this probably four pan pipe so Peruvian pan pipe solos. All right, and that's it. All right, well, that wraps it up for this week. I'm Jared. I'm Edwina. And you've been listening to Nerd Sob Culture, a Once More with Feeling podcast on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And where can you find us, Eddie? Um, well, you can't find us on Instagram anymore because we got deleted. Oh. Um, but you can still find us on Facebook, uh, TikTok, Twitter. Uh, Twitter. Okay. Well, we'll head to try and we'll start that Instagram post. All right. And take care. See ya. All right. Bye. Bye. Grrrr.